0: On the field and inside the clubhouse, this is Brewers Extra Innings. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at Radio City, here's Greg Matze.
1: Well, just like that, we're able to forget about an 18-1 loss. Well, that feels good. 3-2 the final. The Brewers pick up a win over the St. Louis Cardinals. Allowing them the opportunity to win the series tomorrow night before heading off to Tampa for the second leg of the six-game road trip. Welcome into the program. We'll go to 11 o'clock tonight. Here it is, Brewers Extra Innings. Greg Mansick in for Dom Cotronio, who is out on assignment. Craig Cushon will join us coming up in just a few minutes. Boy, gutsy outing here for the Brewers' bullpen called into duty far earlier than expected tonight after Wade Miley left the game after just 22 pitches with a latch strain. We'll get an update on Miley from Craig Council a little bit later in the program, but certainly concerning to see another starting pitcher, especially one who has performed as well as Miley has this season, exit the rotation, the game, who knows how long he'll be out. We'll get an update a little later in the program. But with Miley shelved after 22 pitches, enter the Brewers' bullpen. Seven and a third innings, they allow just one run in preserving the victory. There are some hair-raising moments, no doubt we'll detail those moments coming up as we detail the program for you tonight here on WTMJs. Just enough offense for the Brewers, a wacky streak from Owen Miller. What the bullpen did tonight, specifically Devin Williams, his first ever five-out save. You've got rookies hitting lefties. A good night here for the Brewers. They're able to pick up after their starting pitcher left after 22 pitches. If you'd like to join us here on the program, we'd love to have you at 855-616-1620. That's the Old National Bank talking text line. Old National Bank, get old. Join us here on the program. We'll go to 11 o'clock. Just getting started, it's Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ.
0: Welcome back to Brewers Extra Innings.
1: And here's the 3-2. And Adamas... High drive
0: out to right center field. This is going to plug the gap. One hop the wall and actually hop up over the wall for an automatic double. So Miller will score
1: and Adamas will trade places with him, and the Brewers on the board. It's one to nothing,
0: crew.
1: Yeah, just three batters into the game, the Brewers had a one nothing lead over the Cardinals. They would soon tie the game with a home run from Nolan Arenado. Fifth straight game of the home run. You know, there's a moment late in this ball game where the Brewers had a choice and Devin Williams was on the mound. Nolan Arenado was at the plate and an opportunity to do damage and plate perhaps the tying run and you know the way Arenado's been going, perhaps the winning run with uh, one swing of the bat. So uh, instead, I think wise decision here from Craig Council to, after two balls, put Arenado on base. And it uh, put the bat in the hands of Paul DeYoung, who ultimately closed the game out with a ground ball to third. So we'll get through the decision-making of this game coming up on the program as we uh, get through the program here tonight at 855-616-1620. Greg in for Dom, and Craig Cashon will join us coming up in just a few minutes. You know, I think back to last night's game, and I get it so lopsided, right? 18-1, to 1, there's nothing redeeming about last night's game. It was a poor start from Freddie, there was really nothing to be said about the Brewers' offense against Cardinals pitching. Gus Varland was so bad, he was designated for assignment today. He allowed nine runs in just two-thirds of an inning. That's not how you stay around in the major leagues. But I, I guess the, the, the saving grace is that in an 18-1 loss, I mean, just a completely lopsided, one-sided affair, you only used four pitchers last night. And one of those pitchers, Gus Varland, was designated for assignment. The other pitcher that was used started tonight at first base in the name of Mike Brasso. So the bullpen was equipped to be leaned upon today. Again, you weren't expecting it with Wade Miley on the mound, but he leaves after 22 pitches, and it's like, oh boy, now what do you do? How do you get to the ninth inning and through this game with your bullpen? But you have to go back to what happened last night. And it got so far out of hand, you didn't really have to use anybody who was high leverage. After Freddie's start, it was still five and a third innings, and it wasn't a great start. Um, And, and, you know, with the Brewers' offense, being sort of stuck in neutral, all you needed was two runs to win that game, and the Cardinals were able to put up 18. But the bulk of the damage was done against Gus Varlin in terms of runs charged. So Gus Farland and Mike Brosso were two of your four pitchers last night in an 18-to-1 loss. So, you know, you could raise your hand if you're in the bullpen and likely be available today for Craig Council. And it, it proved to be the case. He was able to use much of his high-leverage arms in the back end with Yola Pyumps, Peter Strzelecki, and a five-out save from Devin Williams. But, you know, looked to last night's game as part of the reason why the Brewers were able to handle tonight's game, given the bullpen situation. Turn out... To be a, a pretty good situation for the Brewers after last night's debacle. So, you know, keep that in mind. Kind of a hat tip to the way the pitching staff was used yesterday, uh, albeit in a losing affair, to help set up tonight's win. Other key nuggets from tonight: I, for whatever reason, Joey Weimer is hitting left-handed pitching far better than I would have anticipated. I, not that I was expecting Joey Weimer to be a you know 285 hitter here in, as a rookie in his first opportunity in the big leagues. He is struggling against right-handed pitching. He is under 200 against right-handed pitching. I, but now he's over 300. In fact, he entered the game over 300 against left-handed pitching. And he uh, hit a solo home run today to dead center field off Montgomery. So you love to see that from a young player. Bryce Terang had three hits today. Two of those hits were against left-handed pitching. His first two hits of the season... Against left-handed pitching, if you can believe that, here we are May 16th. Thring has been, you know, for the most part, an everyday player here in Craig Council's lineup, and not a ton of opportunities against lefties. But he hadn't had a hit against a lefty until today's game, and he had re- recorded two hits against left-handed pitching. So I-, I know it's only three runs on the board, but t- there are some decent trends developing here with the Brewers at the plate. Owen Miller has reached base in 18 straight games. He leads off tonight's game with a double. Christian Yelich is on the bench. And you're thinking to yourself, all right, is it going to be enough offense here to get through the game? Can he get to four runs? Well, no, you couldn't get to four runs, but you were able to get just enough runs. And Owen Miller was a a key cog in the Brewers' offense tonight. Leading off with a double, he was plated by Willie Adamas, who also hit a double. Uh, and the Brewers were off well, and slowly running around the bases here. 3-2 the final. The Brewers pick up a win with a gutsy performance from the Brewers' bullpen and just enough offense fueled by home runs from Joey Weimer. And Brian Anderson, first home run since April 2030 at a pair that game against Boston. He now has six for the season. 855 616 if you'd like to join us here on the Old National Bank Talk and Text Line. Craig Cashawna, Valley Sports, Wisconsin, will join us coming up on the other side. We'll also hear from Brewers manager Craig Council. We'll take you through the highlights of tonight's game as uh, we wait until tomorrow to see if the Brewers can win the series before heading off to Tampa for the second leg of the road trip. More Brewers Extra Innings after this on WTMJ. This is Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ. Hit ball out to center. Going back
0: his new Park. Onto the warning track. To the wall. Gone! Joey Weimer back spins one out of here to center. And the Brewers have tied it at two.
1: Yeah, Joey Weimer to dead center field. in the game is two as heard by Lane Grendel with the call. Brewers hold on to win 3-2. The difference in the game of Brian Anderson home run. His sixth of the season, bullpen, quality work for the Brewers down the stretch, picking up the pieces after Wade Miley left after just 22 pitches in tonight's game. 855-616-1620, if you'd like to join us here, that's the old National Bank talking text line. We're having a a little problem with the text portion of our text line, so feel free to give a call in here at 855-616-1620. Peter likely entered the game tonight in a a high-leverage situation, as you might imagine. You're leading by one run. You're in the seventh inning. Pretty much everything is a high-leverage situation at that point. And really, the high-leverage situation started much earlier in the game, more like the fifth inning is is kind of what it felt like, uh, given who was at the plate for St. Louis in a key juncture of the game, very tight ball game with what Yoel Piams was able to do in silencing uh, Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt. You know, that was nothing short of brilliant. He got himself into trouble then out of it in the sixth inning. And Peter Strzlecki entered the game. Uh, he was not able to hold the fort down for the entire eighth inning. You know, I think I think Craig Council would have preferred Straslecki pitch that entire eighth. He turned the ball over to Devin Williams in the ninth, but uh, just sensing where this game was going, how momentum was starting to build, Craig Council, I think, very wisely turned to Williams with uh, an opportunity for a five-out save. He only threw six pitches in that eighth inning to get out of the inning. Uh, look, it was the Brewers' best against the best the Cardinals had, and you wouldn't want it any other way. Peter Strzlecki caught up with Sophia Minnert following the game from Valley Sports Wisconsin. Here's what he had to say about picking up the pieces tonight after the starter went down.
2: For the final seven and a third, you had to cover an inning and a third. Obviously, you don't want to see Wade Miley go down with an injury in the second inning. So as you guys are watching the game unfold, kind of, what's the mentality for the bullpen, knowing it's going to be all hands on deck out there?
3: I mean, right away, you're just, you know, you're thinking about Wade, and, you know, you hope everything's okay. And then once reality hits, you're like, okay, now it's we got to lock in, do our job. And, you know, obviously we did, and we got a great bullpen, and it just showed again tonight.
2: Tell me about your inning and the jam that you had to get yourself out of and getting into that second inning as well.
3: Yeah, um, I mean that lineup is one of the best lineups in baseball. So, um, you know, can't burn out in that first inning and then get into the second inning, but obviously we got the best closer in baseball. So, you know, he came in there, he picked me up and then did his job like he always does. So, you know, I was just grateful for all that.
2: Well, for Devin, that's his first career five out save. And especially to face that top of the lineup in the ninth inning, what'd you think about how he approached them?
3: Like he always does. He just goes right at them and does his job and does what he does. And, you know, you, that's what you expect now because he's been doing it for so long. So that's it's all. It's always fun to watch.
2: It was a tough loss last night. This game certainly didn't start the way you guys wanted to with the injury to Wade. But what does this say about this team, the way that you guys were all able to pick each other up tonight?
3: I just think it, it shows the veteran leadership we have, like, you know, next, next, uh, next day mentality. You know, whatever happened the day before, you got to flush it. Show up today and then new day and do your job.
2: All right, Pete, thanks so much for the time.
3: Thank you. Appreciate it.
1: Peter Strzelecki, who caught up with Sophia Minard following the game. You know, it, it was a bullpen game essentially here for the Brewers with Wade Miley leaving. Piguero comes in, pitches an inning and a third. Hobie Milner in an inning and a third. Yoel know, well, Pyomps picks up the win today with an inning and two thirds. Strzelecki in an inning and a third. And Devin Williams in an inning and two thirds. So no pitcher in today's game for the Brewers threw more than two innings. And they were able to load, uh, keep the, the Cardinals. And largely off the scoreboard here, just two runs on the day for St. Louis. One played it early with that Nolan Arenado home run in the second, and then a solo tally in the fourth inning that ultimately gave the Cardinals a 2-1 lead. The Brewers would respond in their half of the fifth with uh, the Weimer home run, and then, then the sixth with the Brian Anderson home run. So 16 hits combined with the two teams tonight, nine for the Brewers, seven for St. Louis. Um, and, and a bit of a high wire at getting out of some of these innings in the later stages of the game. That was most impressive to me. You know, you're looking at these high-leverage situations and wondering, who do you go to here? Who do you trust? Who's got the gas? Who's got the stuff that can get through challenging portions of the Cardinals' lineup? Well, in the fifth inning, Yoel Payam struck out Paul Goldschmidt after allowing a, a walk to William Contreras. He also struck out Nolan Arenado to end the inning. In the sixth inning, he allowed a pair of singles, Payam's did, after recording it out, They got Donovan to line out to center and Knizner to strike out to end the inning. So, you know, four strikeouts, one walk, one and a two-thirds innings pitch for pyumps. His stuff misses bats. And at that stage of the game, looking at the meat of the Cardinals lineup, and it always feels like Nolan Arenado or Paul Goldschmidt's going to be up. Doesn't it feel that way? Every time you look and the Cardinals are batting, you're going to see Arenado or Goldschmidt or both. And that's frightening. Those guys are always up. It's like back in the day, it's always Albert Pujols. You're always going to run into that guy. Matt Carpenter is always going to be up at the time you least want him to be up. Well, that's what it felt like tonight. And you knew that you know seeing Arenado and Goldschmidt in the fifth inning, chances are you were going to see them again once, if not twice, before the game ended. And as the Cardinals started to put runners on base in the eighth and that inning started to extend... Well, look no further than the ninth inning. Boy, it all set up for the Cardinals to have that dramatic comeback. But in the ninth against Devin Williams, it was a Lars Neupahr fly-out to deep right field. Goldschmidt started the count 0-2, worked the count to 3-2 before Williams got him on a changeup that dropped out of the zone. Contreras hit a double that bounced off the wall that, that really fooled Joey Weimer somehow. I don't know if it was a knuckleball uh, or if he lost it in the lights or just misplayed it. But nonetheless, it was ruled a double I would guess if you'd asked Joey Weimer, he would say, I should have caught that ball to end the game. Nonetheless, Contreras ends up on second. Nolan Arenado, two pitches, and then an intentional walk. First and second with two out Paul DeYoung at the plate. And uh, 0 for 3 on the night. He is, uh, hits a ground ball to third. The game ends. He is now 0-4 on the night. So a uh, high wire act a, a bit at this time of night here for the Brewers in the ninth inning uh, and earlier in the game, getting through the meat of the Cardinals lineup. But they were able to do it and preserve a 3-2 win. Exciting game in St. Louis. It sets up an opportunity to win the series tomorrow. We've got plenty from Craig Council coming up during the course of tonight's show. We also have highlights from tonight's game we will get to coming up in just a few minutes. And a reminder that uh, a Milwaukee team is local in Fifth Third Bank. They also know how to hit it out of the park. And they've been serving businesses in the area for nearly 15 years, offering industry-specific expertise and local decision-making capabilities to help build your business and succeed. This is Commercial Banking Value. Only Fifth Third Bank can deliver. Fifth Third Bank, National Association, member FDIC. Pitch to him, high fly ball, center field. Newt bar retreating onto the warning track
0: at the wall, and it is gone. Brian Anderson gives the Brewers a three to two lead.
1: Just enough offense for the Brewers tonight. Brian Anderson solo home run, Joey Weemer solo home run, Willie Adamas a run scoring double in the first inning. That was it for the Brewers on offense, but. They get a lot from their pitching tonight after Wade Miley leaves the game after just 22 pitches. The bullpen allows just one run over seven in a third innings. Devin Williams, his first ever five-out save. You know, well, Payam, some high-leverage performances in the fifth inning. That's when the high leverage started for the Brewers in this game. It's what it felt like, especially after last night's 18-1 loss. And Pyamp's able to deliver the win for the Brewers. In recording four strikeouts in just an inning and two thirds. I'm Greg Matz again for Dom Catronio. Craig Cachon, Valley Sports Wisconsin, joins us on the program. I, and just like that, you forget about the 18 1 loss, right, Craig? Right? You lose tonight's <laughs> game and then it, it feels like everything is just sort of snowballing in the wrong direction. But it's a loss. You flush it. You move on. And I think you do the same after a win, regardless. You just have to be able to have that short memory in baseball. And the Brewer showed it tonight with kind of a, a gutsy win. Yes, and this is what I
4: love about the game of baseball, first and foremost, is all the games that are played and how different every single game can be every single night. 18-1 to on Monday, Brewers didn't have a chance, couldn't get an out, it seemed like, Um, and then tonight got all the important outs from their pitching staff, uh, battled like crazy, got an early lead, got some key home runs, um you know it, it this was a really fun game this was this was maybe my favorite game of the season for milwaukee and there' been there' have been a handful of really good ones already and we're still in the month of may uh but this one i'd have, I'd have to put on the top of the chart, and I know that'll probably rotate out before the end of the year for sure greg but um this was uh this was a really good and much needed win they they had to you know they had to punch back at the Cardinals to be quite honest with you after last night and say you know what you're hot right now, and you pulled some stunts already this year, and guess what? We're, we're in first place, and we're better than you right
1: now. That's kind of how I felt. Yeah, even after an 18-1 to loss, the Brewers still entered tonight's game in first place, the Cardinals still entered tonight's game in last place, It probably just didn't feel like it after an 18-to-1 loss. And I'm not saying today, with a win like this, it it now feels like, yes, here's the separation we talked about between the Brewers and Cardinals. I I don't think the Cardinals are a nine-game-below-500 type of team on paper. And I would expect them to rebound because it's the Cardinals. And that's all they've done my adult life is find a way to be in it. When you want to rule them out, they're not out of it. And when they're riding high, they are really riding high. And they did plenty of that last year. We saw it. So nice to get a win like this. My one concern now is is the future of Wade Miley. Lat strain, you, you never want to see that, really, of any injury for a pitcher. But it, now he joins potentially Brandon Woodruff and Aaron Ashby uh, on the injured list. Hopefully it doesn't get to that point. I think uh, you know some further tests will help dictate the future here for Wade Miley. But uh, concerning to see another starter... Get removed early when this starting rotation has been through quite a lot with the Woodruff injury, Ashby injury, Eric Lauer being moved to the bullpen. Right, it, it's 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 been a, a starting rotation in flux, to to put it mildly.
4: Yep, and they had, you know, by my count before spring training started, Greg, I I am looking at their starting pitchers and and um, their stock of being at least eight starting pitchers and. They're going to need at least that, or and then some here, even to get through this next stretch. I, I don't see how Miley is going to be able to come back. I think that's uh, on the injured list for sure. I think the big question is how long is he going to be out for, um, and when when's Brandon Woodruff going to be able to come back? I'm not I'm not sure you can count a whole lot on the the whole return of Aaron Ashby at this point. Um, but now now, Greg, it's up to. Eric Lauer's got to return to that starting uh, rotation. Adrian Hauser's got to stay in there and do his thing and, and get past the fourth inning on some of these starts now. Um, I, I think you got to get Colin Ray back in here, uh, potentially Jansen Junk as well. He's he's made a spot start. Somebody else is going to have to pick, pick you up in that uh, starting rotation as well. So or maybe they go out and, and find somebody too, depending upon how long Miley's gonna be out. So it's gonna be interesting to see. You know, their their strength, Miley was so good for his first six starts, uh was really good against the Dodgers until he gave up those back to back home runs and and then kind of fell apart after that. Maybe that was the start of this lat injury that we uh we saw today only in the second inning early.
1: We'll get to our Annex Wealth Management difference-making moment of the game. We also have who's hot, who's not. Highlights, Craig Council, all coming up, along with Craig Kishon of Belly Sports Wisconsin. We'll continue after this. It's Brewers Extra Innings on WTMJ.
0: Arenado's such a good hitter, and the Brewers are just going to walk him. And I think it makes sense. Yes, that's the winning run.
1: Annex Wealth Management is different, not driven by commission sales, not pushing financial products you may not actually need for elite comprehensive financial planning, customized to who you are and what you need. Contact Annex Wealth Management. Know the difference. Visit annexwealth.com. Time for our difference making moment of the game. I don't know that an intentional walk has ever been the difference making moment of the game, but we'll, we'll throw it in the hopper here. Craig Kishon came at a, a key time. In the game, high-leverage situation, Devin Williams on the mound. It's your best against their best. You knew you weren't going to get through this ninth inning without seeing the best the Cardinals had to offer. And after that ball hit off the bat of of William Contreras, you know, escaped the, the glove of Joey Weimer and put a runner at second, the tying run at second, you wondered what was going to happen with Nolan Arenado after two pitches from Williams. Ultimately, Craig Council just says, nope, just put him on base. And if nothing else, to me, it, it allowed Devin Williams a chance to sort of reset, right? Why would you try and be too cute with Nolan Arenado, maybe the hottest hitter in baseball? He's homered in five straight games. Take your chances in getting a force out with Paul DeYoung, who was 0-3 at the plate. It's exactly what the Brewers did. DeYoung grounds to third to end the game, force out at third base. So I, it, it, I don't know if it's the difference-making moment of the game, but I'm putting it up for contention, an intentional walk to Nolan Arenado in the ninth inning. Yeah, no, I,
4: I'm in on that. I mean, look the the play that uh, Weimer uh, couldn't make, and it it what that's not an easy play. I mean, you can break that down all you want, but if you've you know if you've experienced what he went through, ever playing center field, um, anybody who's played that position, and and really any pitcher too, will tell you it, it's one of the toughest plays to make. The, the, those screaming liners that aren't off the ground much and are hit right at you. Um, and it, it was a critical time in the game, obviously, so that's going to stand out. But it didn't come back to hurt this team. And then they played it smart after that. I, I'm not letting Arenado beat me anymore. He's already done enough damage in this series. And the way he's swinging the bat, uh, this guy's a future Hall of Famer. Why Why would you let him beat you? Uh, let DeYoung beat you if you're going to lose the game that way. That, that's what I say. So not too many times either, Greg, you're going you're to put the – you know, the game-winning run on base, you know, with everything still on the line either, but the Brewers obviously willing to do that. So it's hard not to look at that whole sequence, you know, the misplay and then the intentional walk and then boom, you know, easy ground out, force play to end things. uh, Definitely a turning point for sure.
1: Yeah, very interesting time. You know, you you don't often do it. You're right. I think that's the trust Craig Council has in Devin Williams. And, you know, to have him throw a five-out save tonight. I, I thought it was another interesting move. We could talk about that as being a, a difference-making moment of the game. Peter Strzlecki is on the mound. Yeah, hits a, a bit of a rough patch, and it, it's just time to put an end to it, right? Just go with your best, see what happens. And I think the beauty of Devin Williams coming in the eighth inning is that he only needed six pitches to get out of the eighth inning. And that set him up to be fresh for the ninth. This is not typical for Devin Williams to see work over the course of two separate innings with a little rest in between. So he handled it beautifully. Uh, and much of that was just due to how successful he was in throwing six pitches to get out of the eighth.
4: Yeah, I agree 100% on that. The, the, uh, the few pitches that he needed to get through that eighth inning was the key to the whole thing. I mean... He's hot and ready to go. It didn't bother him to go back in the dugout and sit. It's not his routine, but but he's a pretty smart guy. You figure out what you need to do in there. It's not it's not like these guys don't know what to do. They're playing a game of baseball, and and he just took it as you know, matter of fact, this is what I'm doing here. I'll, I'm hot, ready. I'm going to go back out there and and pitch smartly. You know, he made his pitches. It turns out uh, he needed you know. One more out, past the out that he should have had uh, after that misplay uh, to get things done. But I, I I really kind of look at this uh, timing of this. We're, we're talking about mid-May and how big a game this felt like. Um, you, you got the hottest team in baseball going here right now. Again, I, I said it on our shows tonight. You said it as well, Greg. This, this St. Louis team is playing almost like a first place team not a last place team lately and and that's what you're dealing with you're you're not dealing with the struggles anymore you're not dealing with throwing guys you know under the bench all that stuff you're dealing with a high quality team and and a division rival as well so you want to win these games and this this one was also out there if you also look at it how many relief pitchers they use how thrown off everybody was with Miley's injury And how close they were to winning. You don't want to go through all that effort and give this one away. And tomorrow's going to be a, you know, might be a little tougher. We shall see with Corbin Burns out there. You hope he's going to go deep in the game, but none of that's guaranteed. That's for sure.
1: You know, and I brought this up before you joined. Last night's loss, as painful as it was, the Brewers only used four pitchers in that game, one of whom was DFA'd earlier today in Gus Varland. The other started at first base in the name of Mike Brasso. So right 18 to one, you're thinking, "Oh boy, somebody's got shelled early." Well, not really. I mean, it wasn't a good start for Freddie, one of his worst of the season, but it was really everything piling up on Gus Varland toward the back half of the game. So to, to get out of that game, that was just a total disaster using four pitchers. Two of whom were not going to pitch tonight. One wasn't on the team. The other was at first base. You know, it, it allows you to absorb a bullpen game like this. Not that you want to, you know, have your bullpen enlisted in the second or third inning, but you were able to absorb that tonight largely due to how the pitching staff was used last night.
4: Yeah, there's no doubt. The really the the biggest flaw last night wasn't even you know Gus Farland, in my opinion. I mean, I I, I think that's the risk you take with a Rule Five guy. That eventually things are going to catch up to him, and unfortunately, it did last night. I think I think the biggest flaw in the pitching yesterday was how ineffective Freddie Peralta was. I mean, he had given up six earned runs already. Game's pretty much over uh, at that point. By the time he was removed, and you, you handed it over to the bullpen anyway. So, a really good point, point. Um, and and a, it actually allowed the bullpen, uh, you know, to all of a sudden, you know, the the red light, the red flags going off. We need your help. Uh, we need paramedics, whatever you want to call it. Uh, but they all responded uh, beautifully tonight. I mean, the five pitchers that were used out of the bullpen all did multi-inning work tonight, and and I really don't know the last time if I've ever seen that before, especially in a game. You know that we're talking about here right now, a three-two game. It was it was uh, kind of a thing of beauty if you appreciate you know, what it takes for
1: a team effort win. We saw it tonight. Yeah, multiple innings for every pitcher used by the Brewers. Not a single pitcher threw more than an inning and two-thirds. So that gives you a, how, uh, just a glimpse as to how they got from point A to point B. Uh, Craig, before we let you go, I want to ask about Owen Miller as well. At the top of the lineup, You know, Craig Council hinted at this uh, during the homestand, wrapping things up against the Royals, saying, Look, we're in a stretch now. We're guys are going to need days off, and, and Owen can fill a variety of different spots on the field. But he's also filling it up at the plate here. I know it's a, a smaller sample size. We're still talking about fewer than 100 plate appearances. Uh, but when you're hitting 314 to 320, like I, I don't care how many plate appearances you have. That means you're, you're putting the ball in play, and he gets things started uh, right away in the first inning after last night's debacle. Well, nice to see a run come across early in this game. I know it wasn't much in terms of offense, but, uh, but every chance Owen Miller has had, he, he's seemingly taking advantage of it.
4: Well, and that that's the thing you want to see. Um, you, you didn't know all the way what you were going to get from Owen Miller. I mean, look, at in spring training, he didn't have the best spring training. I don't think his spot was guaranteed until the very end of spring training, and he's made the most of – the major league opportunities forget about you know when it doesn't count it's it's when it counts now and he's been you know he's been a guy that you can really count on he had a couple of hits in tonight's game besides that leadoff double in the first inning so uh kudos to him man uh, everything going well he's got a 9 game hitting streak he's got he's reached base safely in 18 straight games I mean, this is the guy that you just got to keep finding a spot for, whether it's left field like it was tonight, whether it's another spot in the outfield, whether it's third base, second base, DH. This is the beauty of the DH now in the National League. You don't have to put him in a position. You can put him as your DH too if you need need that. So uh, I'm happy for him as much as I like to see guys like, you know, Brian Anderson uh, come along, Luke Voigt, uh, uh, Jesse Winker, some of these veteran guys that maybe need restarts, you know, Darren Ruff, who was signed yesterday and has played the last couple of games, guys who need, you know, uh, another chance late in their careers. I I really hope Owen Miller can, can pull this off and can be a brewer for a long time and continue the great story of, you know, Wisconsinite playing for the hometown team. And, you know, playing under Craig Council's guidance and keeping this thing rolling, getting Brewers into some kind of a championship mode. That'd be awesome.
1: Now 3-2 the final. The Brewers pick up the win despite Wade Miley exiting after just 22 pitches. And as Craig mentioned, Corbin Burns takes the mound tomorrow, a chance to win the series before heading off to face the Tampa Bay Rays in a three-game series. The Rays the best team in baseball, uh, according to the standings. Appreciate your time tonight, Craig. Always great to check in. Enjoy the rest of your night, and we'll talk you again soon. Sounds great, Greg. You take care. You do the same. Craig Kishon joining us from Bally Sports, Wisconsin. we still got Craig Council and some highlights to get to. We'll do it after this on WTMJ. Ready for this? Get up! This? Get up! And this? Get
0: up!
1: Time for tonight's highlights. Here's Greg Matzik. A pair of lefties on the mound tonight in St. Louis. Wade Miley of the Brewers. Jordan Montgomery of the Cardinals. The Brewers were able to get off and running. In the first inning, after an Owen Miller double to lead the game off, Willie Adamas, two batters later, drove him in.
0: And here's the 3-2. And Adamas, high drive out to right center field. This is gonna plug the gap, one hop the wall, and actually hop up over the wall for an automatic double. So, Miller will score, and Adamas will trade places with him, and the Brewers on the board. It's one to nothing crew.
1: Yeah, just three batters into the game. The Brewers have the lead. The Cardinals would tie it, however, in their half. And the pitch. A high fly ball, deep left field. It is gone.
0: Arenado homers again. Fifth straight game with a home run. His eighth of the season.
1: Yeah, you heard Lane mention it. Quite a tear for Nolan Arenado, who is on quite a hot streak. Maybe the hottest hitter in baseball. His career high of uh, consecutive games with a homer is six. We hope he does not achieve that total tomorrow. Brendan Donovan hit a go-ahead single for the Cardinals. They took a 2-1 lead in the fourth inning. By that time, Wade Miley, Brewer starter, was out of the game. Left the game after his 22 pitches due to a lat strain. Hopefully he can avoid the injured list. However, I wouldn't think it's likely. Joey Weimer put the Brewers back in position in the fifth. First offering.
0: Hard hit ball out to center. Going back his Newt Bar. Onto the warning track. To the wall. Gone.
1: Joey Weimer back spins one out of here to center. And the Brewers have tied it at two. What an impressive start to the season for Joey Weimer against the lefties. He's hitting over 300. Third home run of the year comes in the fifth inning to tie the game at two. Cardinals had a chance in their half of the fifth inning. Joel yeah, well, Piomes on to work for the Brewers. He was able to strike out Paul Goldschmidt, and after walking Wilson to Contreras, he was able to get Nolan Arenado with a strikeout, swinging. That ended the inning and it ended the Cardinals' threat. The Brewers were able to take the lead in their half of the sixth. And the first pitch to him, high fly ball, center field. Newt Bar retreating onto the
0: warning track at the wall, and it is gone. Brian Anderson gives the Brewers a three to two lead.
1: The score would hold. The Cardinals threatened again in the eighth inning. Peter Strzlecki allowed a walk and a single after recording it out. So it was first and third with one out. Craig Council pulled Strzlecki for Devin Williams. Williams was able to strike out Donovan looking thanks to two strikes at the top of the zone. All fastballs against Donovan. Second and third with two out. Alec Burleson pitched hitting forces a lazy ground ball to snuff out the Cardinals' flame. Williams throws six pitches to get out of the eighth. He came back to work the ninth, and it looked like the game was over. And the one-two.
0: A line drive to center. Back goes Weimer. He's there. Oh, he gets off of his glove all the way to the wall. Contreras turns first, and he slides into second
3: with a two-out double.
1: That gave the Cardinals life. Contreras on second, Nolan Arenado at the plate. He was intentionally walked. First and second, two out, Paul DeYoung at the plate. A
0: one-pitch is a
1: ground ball to third, fielded by Anderson, steps on the bag, and this ballgame is over. 3-2 the final, nine hits for the crew, seven for the Cardinals. Game three of the series tomorrow with Corbin Burns on the mound. We'll wrap up the program with some final thoughts after this on WTMJ. Trust in your family's comfort at home with cider, heating, plumbing, and electrical for a limited time. Save up to $1,000 off an AC or furnace unit families, helping families since 1912. Cider, Heating, Plumbing, and Electrical Cider.com. Who is hot? Presented by Cider, Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing, and Electrical. I'll go with Owen Miller. He's reached base in 18 straight games, 2-for-5 tonight. He led the game off with that double, scored just two batters later after a double by Willie Adamas. Owen Miller? you going to see him more. Why not? Right. He's still fewer than 100 plate appearances this year, but hitting 329 in his limited opportunity. Don't have time for Craig Council tonight. We are up against the clock, I will tell you this, he did address the media and say that Wade Miley is going to the injured list, so he'll join Aaron Ashby and Brandon Woodruff as Brewers pitchers on the injured list when he returns. Anybody's guess, Eric Lauer expected to come back out of the bullpen and into the rotation at some point. Corbin Burns tomorrow for the Brewers. They look to win the rubber match of the series. Dom will be back from his assignment with Brewers Extra Innings following tomorrow night's game. Enjoy the rest of your night on WTMJ.